This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Cashman, and this is our weekly look at the Minnesota Twins. Joined this week by Twins broadcaster Corey Provis. And, Corey, uh, obviously a bombshell um, coming out of the Twins. Uh, uh, I, I was going to say out of Minnesota, but it was actually physically out of Detroit this week uh, with the news of uh, Terry Ryan being dismissed, long-tenured executive in the Twins organization. And, obviously, Corey, this is a very loyal organization. It has been for a very long time. Um, so I, I think people were maybe shocked from that standpoint, not quite as shocked from the standpoint of, of the way the results have trended here, uh, especially here in 2016. So just give me your, uh, your overall thoughts on, on this shakeup. Well, I'm with you. I think the word shocking and, and stunning, uh, that, that, that came to mind yesterday when, uh, when we got word of, of the news and of the decision to relieve Terry Ryan of his, of his job, um, it's something that I would not have been surprised to see, Anthony, if it was after the season. But the timing of it especially caught, I think, everybody off guard. And what's amazing is that uh, Terry knew about this a month ago. And if you kind of just trace back and how this whole thing went down, uh, this decision was made a month ago that Terry was not going to be retained for 2017. And then Terry was informed of this in person about two weeks ago. And then uh, he had time to process this, and then they, they, they kind of went to the All-Star break, and then Friday, before the Twins opened up the series against the Indians, uh, Terry met with Jim Paulette and Dave St. Peter again, and then uh, kind of Terry said, look, why, why, why wait? Let's just do it now. And then I, I interviewed Terry on Sunday. We, we did, and uh, well, I'll do it with Rob now, uh, kind of a Sunday GM show. And the fact that his poker face was, was amazing. And they never let any of this kind of leak. Uh, I never saw it. And it's kind of like I, I've been thinking about the movie The Sixth Sense a little bit today, is that you're stunned by the ending. And after you see it, you want to go back and, boy, watch the movie again. Did you miss anything? Were there any kind of secrets along the way that you kind of saw this coming? And that's kind of what I thought about today. Were there any red flags? And and I can't really come up with, with any, and, and that's kind of a, an odd thing because uh, news like this often leaks, but that wasn't the case with this uh, with this huge decision that came down yesterday. Yeah, uh, and I guess knowing Terry Ryan, I'm not uh, totally surprised to hear that, that he was able to maintain that poker face. The guy uh, uh, has that great demeanor about him. And just then before we get uh, address the future, just your reflections on, uh, obviously you've had a lot of interactions with Ryan and, I know in my time, uh, you know, he's always been so accessible uh, to those of us uh, on the reporting side. He's there before every game uh, if you want to get the, the, the latest news and notes, so to speak, or, or just get his thoughts on things and almost has a, uh, a Clint Eastwood-type delivery about him, uh, you know, very old school. And uh, uh, obviously he represents that old school scouting perspective, which is so, still so important in this game. 
Um, but what were your reflections on, on working alongside him and, and getting to know him over the years? Yeah, you used the word accessibility, Anthony. I think you nailed it there because I've worked with some other teams. I've been around some other GMs. And what, what Terry did is not the norm, that he would meet with writers, whether it be the Twin Zone reporters or out-of-town reporters, what have you, every day, about a half hour before the game began, he would sit there, whether it was in spring training or during the regular season, he would sit there and just kind of fire away. And in my dealings with him, he would always tell me, hey, ask me anything you want. You may not get the answer that you're looking for, but ask me anything you want. And I, and what work do you ask for? Obviously, I'm not going to have uh, access to everything, uh, but he was always open to the idea, hey, you know, ask me anything, and I'll do my best to answer it to the best of my abilities without giving away maybe our game plan or even strategy. So that's all you could ask for. I think in my position as a broadcaster is accessibility uh, and to kind of be in the loop if things are happening and when things are happening, and you may not know the specifics of it. Uh, and that and that's always fair. And Terry was always fair about that. And uh, I'll miss I'll miss not just the baseball stuff, but he was an avid runner, and he would go out running every day. And uh, I'd ask him about his routes and where he went. And he had a Sunday night tradition of always having pizza. Uh, he was big into thin crust. He hated deep dish Chicago pizza, hated that. So he'd always kind of loved it. You know, tell me about the pizza place he went to, whether it was at home with his family, his wife would make their own pizza, or if he was on the road on a Sunday, he was going to find pizza somewhere. So just kind of those conversations. I'll miss having those with Terry because it wasn't just always about baseball. Well, as we look forward here, uh, so Jim Pola had said uh, at, at the news conference announcing this move that Paul Molitor is safe no matter what for 2017. Uh, obviously, that's an unusual situation where, uh, you know, a, a potentially a guy comes in from outside the organization as GM uh, has the manager in place. Uh, sometimes people are able to make those marriages, those arranged marriages, if you will, work. Uh, sometimes not so much. What are your thoughts on uh, Molitor's future there? You know, I, I've been reading a lot about that today, and, and a couple of stories uh, I read about that say you know, are making the, the point that this may, you know, this may take some candidates out of the pool. I don't agree with that. I think the Twins' job is a very, very attractive job. Uh, it's been the, the Twins have been voted to have one of the top farm systems in the game the last few seasons. Now, some of these guys have not blossomed yet, like Byron Buxton is his name comes up a lot. His, his struggles are, are pretty much well-documented. Um, Sano still brings you all that raw power. I think we'll see Jose Barrios come back. Kepler's been a nice addition, a nice breakout performer this year. And there's still some more pitching that's that's going to be coming, especially at AA right now. Guys like Cole Stewart and Tyler Jay and Steven Gonsalves and Felix Jorge. You know, So I think there, there there is that element that makes this job attractive. I still think Target Field is attractive. Uh, the way of life in, in the Twin Cities is attractive. So I think this is still a very appealing job. And, you know, Paul had a great year last year in year one. He finished third in the American League, managed of the year voting, and this year has been a disaster. And is this all on Paul's table? I don't think it's fair to say that because he can only work with what he had. Uh, that's why I think Terry was more of the fall guy than Paul was when this, when this decision came down in recent weeks. There are obviously some uh, big names out there uh, in the uh, quote-unquote free agent market uh, for, for GMs. We saw a uh, situation in Toronto last year with Alex Anthopoulos. Uh, you know, they bring in Mark Shapiro as president. Alex Anthopoulos decides to leave after uh, a really a banner year for Toronto. Uh, ben Sherrington, very well respected in the game. Uh, he was ousted in Boston last year when they had Dave Dombrowski. And, and uh, you know, various other ways they can go about this. I'm just wondering, 
kind of big picture, uh, your expectations as far as, A, the timetable, and B, is this an opportunity for uh, kind of start fresh, a new perspective, uh, you know, more analytical approach, or um, what, just what are your expectations as far as the, the next steps here? Well, I'm not convinced, Anthony, that it's only going to be one guy uh, or yeah. one woman, for that matter. I, I, I don't think that it's only going to be they're going to hire one person for this job. It could go that route, but I'm not sold that that will be the case. And I think uh, like the Cubs come to mind right now just having this conversation where they have a president of baseball operations and Theo Epstein, then they have their GM and Jed Hoyer, and then they have uh, you know an impressive you know, talent pool after that. The Twins don't have a president of just baseball operations. Dave St. Peter is the president of the ball club overseeing baseball and business. But the Twins don't have that president of baseball operations. So who's to say that they can't go that route and hire numerous people to fill what Terry was doing, you know, on his own? Uh, so I, that they may go that route. I wouldn't be shocked if they do. Because that seems to be a popular trend to go in the game today. I think they're going to be wide open with this. Uh, there are going to be some internal candidates that uh, that are going to be obviously interested in the position. Rob Anthony, the interim GM, certainly comes to mind. But Wayne Kripsky uh, has some previous GM experience with the Reds. He's uh, He was an assistant to Terry Ryan. Darren Johnson is the scouting director for the Twins. Mike Radcliffe, uh, the vice president of, of uh, player personnel for the Twins. I think he'll certainly throw his hat in the ring. But I think there will be plenty of external candidates who, going back to my, to my previous answer, I think there will be pre- plenty of, of external candidates who will show interest in this position because of what I defined earlier. And I don't, I don't think that the announcement that Paul is definitely going to be back in 2017 is going to scare any of the candidates away from pursuing this job. Anthony, of course, serving in that uh, interim role, and, he, and he's done this before. There's like, a, I believe, a four-month period uh, when, when Terry was going through cancer treatments and, and Rob was the point man at that point. And he obviously takes over at a very interesting time because it is the trade deadline season. Uh, we're less than two weeks away from the deadline, and the Twins have uh, quite a few guys uh, they could certainly uh, entertain offers for. Uh, Irvin Santana, Eduardo Nunez, Kurt Suzuki, uh, Fernando Abad in the bullpen. What are your expectations as far as how deep uh, this goes, uh, as far as selling off pieces? Um, who, who, what guys basically do you think are most likely uh, to be on the move in the next couple of weeks? Well, I, I think the easier answer to that is which guys won't be traded. And I, <laughs> I think that for, for if I look at it that way, I think that if the Twins are going to move the, the Sinos or, or Buxtons or Barrioses or Keplers, they would have to be overwhelmed with a deal. Uh, it couldn't just be for a prospect or two. I think there would have to be some some team-controlled, major league caliber, all-star caliber players that would come back in any semblance of a trade if one of those guys would be moved. But, but Terry's line was, uh, before this came down, he told me this many times, he was listening to everybody. He was going to be open to any call from any team about any player. Now, there are certain players in the Twins that have some contract restrictions and you know, limited no trades and full no trades and things like that. So that will hamper those discussions. But I would imagine that Rob is going to be open-minded, Anthony, to everything and anything that, that comes his way, regardless if it's a, a guy of five years, ten years, or a year or two. But for the young guys under team control, the guys who have been on the covers of baseball perspectives and baseball America in recent seasons, if they're going to be moved, there better be a pretty sizable package coming back to the Twins if that would ever happen. 
All right, great insight from Corey Provis. I want to thank him for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.